Hi, I'm Beth Fuller, and you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I know the world can feel intimidating or scary at times, but I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be. Through the lens of food, we can learn so much about one another, celebrate our differences, and maybe eat some tasty food along the way. Are you ready to do this? I know I am. So let's go on a food adventure together right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is episode 18. What? I know, we're almost halfway through the year. Damn. All right. You know the drill. Don't take notes. I've taken notes. Go to my website, elizabethrfuller.com. Click on the show notes tab. You'll get all the info there. You want to work together? I'm a food and product photographer. Let's do this. Shoot me an email. Do you have a podcast question? Do you want me to sleuth a culinary mystery for you? Shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. Tag me in all of your food adventures. Oh my gosh, let's just do this. Let's go on a food adventure, you guys. All right, I have to start off by saying thank you to all of you guys for sending in so many amazing questions constantly. It's amazing. It's helping me learn more, one, two. And like two, it helps me pick my, my noggin and my knowledge, which always makes me feel great. And three, it just means a lot that you are listening and that you have questions. So thank you. This episode's a little different. It's similar to the one that I did with my buddy, Mike Doyle, from the Daily Bread podcast. And this was the Scene podcast. So check those out. And uh, he's got a great company called Drive 80, which does all these cool animations. And um, he works with a lot of realtors for animation videos and stickers. And he's got a whole awesome thing going on. So check out all of his stuff, please. Uh, anyway, so that was like a cool Q&A where you guys sent in a ton of questions and then me and Doyle went through and answered them all together with different points of view. This is also a similar podcast episode where myself and two other people are going to answer all of your questions. Um, and they have different points of view as well than myself. So as you know, or may not know if this is your first time listening, that I'm married to my husband, Todd, who's an executive chef, and we have a little fur baby. By little, I mean he's about 99 pounds, named Oliver. He's a gorgeous English cream golden retriever. He's two and a half. But so we cook, when I'm cooking at home or when we're cooking together, it's for two of us, you know, and we have a little family. These two people happen to be living alone and they happen to both be single. So this is great because it's two different points of view or three different points of view because one is a female and one is a male. And then you have me who has, you know, me and my husband. Um, But anyway, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's let's bring them on and let's do this. All right. Sherry, who you'll remember from episode two, she's back. And this time she brought her friend Steve. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. You're going to die laughing. I laughed the whole time. All right. So Sherry and Steve met at a, and I believe it was, it wasn't a blockbuster, but it was a video rental store. I'm like pretty sure. Could be wrong with that. And they met in 1996. Steve hired Sherry 
and they've been really good friends ever since. Dare I say even the bestest of friends. But when Steve hired Sherry, he said to her point blank, we have a strict five-year limit on this friendship. That didn't work out so well. So Steve is a copywriter and hosts a weekly business networking webinar for over about a thousand people. He's also a few weeks away from launching his new podcast, which probably by the time this comes out, it will be launched, called Networking is No Joke. When he's not watching every episode of MasterChef, he continues to work on his novel, The Steakhouse Detectives. I can't wait to read it. Sherry is a former bartender at TT's, which is how her and I know each other and truly fell in love, and now does office management and benefit administrations for a tech company in Cambridge, Massachusetts. She likes chihuahuas and Chinese noodles and lives in Salem, Massachusetts with her dog Lefty and her two cats, Chi Chi and Karen. Literally, that's how we call her cat. And she's also cultivated an impressive indoor jungle during quarantine. So without further ado, please, please welcome to the podcast, Sherry and her friend, and now my good friend, Steve. Hey guys, how's it going? Hi, Beth. Hi, Sherry. I am psyched to be here. Psyched. (laughs) Oh, Steve, people, we have Steve in the house. Some of you may remember Sherry from episode two. She's back. And this time she brought Steve. Yay. Yay. Hello. People in Hollywood land. <laughs> love you so much. This is going to be so much fun. Okay, so what the heck have you two been up to since we last ch- chatted? Uh, cooking, pretty and much. sleeping and sleeping a lot of sleeping. Good. Well, Sherry is- doesn't sleep well, so that makes me no, really happy to hear that she's actually sleeping. And I think she's probably lying because I don't think you still are sleeping very well. But totally lying, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Sherry sense. is like one of those people that is lucky if she gets a few hours of solid sleep. She also has two asshole cats that keep her awake. And a dog, an asshole dog. Don't forget the asshole dog. But Steve, you sleep well? Let's just circle around. I may fall asleep during this. Don't get offended. (laughs) I just like taking naps. He fell asleep when we were on the phone the other night. Stop it. it. Twice. Stop (laughs) it. Were you guys like waiting for something to marinate and you just were killing time? No, No, it was late at night. I was talking. I was in full-on conversation. Gone. Nuh-uh. How late but at night was it, Steve? Let's be honest. It was 10:30. very late at night. It was like at least nine 8 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But but I will tell you. Yeah. You know how when people say, "Are you asleep?" and they're like, uh, "Of course not." I'm very honest. You wake up and, and so you say, "Yes, said to I me, am." Asleep. Are you sleeping right now? And I'm like, "Yes, goodbye." <laughs> boring me to tears i have to go and that was the end of that -uh. Hmm? seriously so do you have narcolepsy who me Uh, yeah not sherry sherry oh yeah no that's right she's awake um i don't have narcolepsy i just love sleeping so you're like my husband his superpower is he can sleep but the problem is that he can't, he snores himself awake and chokes on his, like he, he's got a little sleep apnea thing. Uh-huh. So he was at- So does Claire, sleep- by the way. Oh, okay. So he was at the sleep doctor a couple of weeks ago and they're like, so like running through the questions, they're like, so uh, have you fallen asleep anywhere recently that you probably shouldn't have? And he's like, well, yesterday I was at the dentist's office waiting for my appointment and I fell asleep in the chair Whoa. waiting. Yeah. So, but Steve, it sounds like, you know, you fall asleep in the most opportune times, like when Sherry's talking about her cats, I'm sure. Yeah. It, I way. wish the conversation were that compelling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes 
we're just watching TV or I'm on the phone and she's on TikTok or whatever. Sherry's not on, are you on TikTok? Oh yeah, all the time. She lives on TikTok. I, I can't, I can't. It's too much for me. I love it. Stop it. True. No, I can't. I love it. I will not. I will I've not never even it. seen a TikTok on purpose. Well, don't let her send you stuff because okay. it is like a flood. I won't let that floodgate open. Watch. All right. So how's the cooking club going, you two? It's going. We are, are, are celebrating our uh, one year anniversary. Oh my God. What are you going to make? Well, <laughs> we don't change know. the format. We're oh, doing tell me. Go ahead. Uh, so what we're actually doing this time is we are, um, we are each going to pick something to make and keep it secret and make it and then talk on Sunday and whatever we make, if we give it three stars or above, the other person has to make it. Ooh, I like that. It's I like that. What about if you sent a mystery box to each person? <gasps> so like you could send each other the groceries and then the recipe. I'm just saying like, and then it'd be like Iron Chef, not Iron Chef, but it's, what is it? Um, chopped. Chopped. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Oh, we could do chopped. Yeah. Oh, can we I would do that. this? I yeah. want to, I'm on. I want to be part of the chopped. I'm nervous mm -hmm. about that. Cause you okay. know, I like to stick to the recipe. It's like when we're it doing, does. when yeah. we're actually cooking, I'm like, yeah. are you sure? It's like three cloves of garlic. And she's like, for the 85th time, three cloves. Okay. <laughs> He's like, Nancy, we put in the tomato paste. I'm like, not yet. Did you hear me say tomato paste? I did not. Then we don't put it in yet. One time she forgot to, yell out an ingredient and I haven't I, I've gone completely paranoid every time when do we put in the chicken broth I'm like we put it in three steps ago I didn't hear that I said it I said it we do this gather your ingredients thing when we start and so everything's right in front of me like why isn't this in the pot why isn't in the pot you must go in the pot now why yeah. are you not playing with your friends yeah Get in the pot. like sometimes she's like not yet and I'm like I'm gonna pour it in she's like not yet okay you too. And the, the best part is you guys are not on video when you're doing this. It's no. literally just on the phone. Yeah. Correct. You're old school. I love yeah. it. hundred percent. Can you imagine you two on a video while doing it? It would just be total chaos. I First off, I, we were just talking about that. Like if I set this up, you know, my, my stove is obviously against the wall and I don't have a lot facing forward. So it would right. just be like my backside to the camera. <laughs> Which it's a lovely backside. I like to think so. Others would disagree. Sherry? vehemently i don't look at it <laughs> i avert my eyes i don't i don't either whenever <laughs> this is making my day literally okay so what is your new favorite recipes that you two have been making oh uh, i'll tell you what uh, i loved the uh the new england clam chowder that we made Ooh. it was like I couldn't even tell you. I was like, eh, clam chowder, you know, because usually I have it out of like out of a can back when, before I was a, an official chef, you know. Right, obviously. This clam chowder, man, I couldn't stop eating it. I couldn't Who, stop. Whose recipe was it? Somebody's. Uh, I think it was, it, was a, Times, was it was it? a New York Times recipe was it? for sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yes. And what it made was, it so good? So, a lot of cream? It was just like everything was exactly right. It was a perfectly mm, creamy and balanced. You no, know, I had, yeah, I had all the, uh, the right ingredients in and I apparently I put them all in, um, in the correct order. Despite so, my best efforts. It came out great. <laughs> Did you have like a warm bread bowl to go with it or like a warm roll to dip? So we talked about putting it in a bread and then that yeah. didn't happen. 
Okay, Sherry. You know, we always you? have like grand plans, like we're gonna yeah, make no. the bread and we're gonna yeah, do we'll it, and then it's just bread. like let's just throw it in there. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking really quick, so yeah. Um, so you want me to stall? Stall for yes. time. Stall Sherry's it. scrolling. She's a scrolling She's lady. Scrolling. You want me to scat a little bit? Please scat. Oh my god, Steve. yes. Background music anymore. I've got Steve. I perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Sherry, did you find a recipe? Um, yes. Hold okay. on one second. Oh, yeah, keep scanning, Steve. <laughs> it's the hold music. Look, we're in an elevator. I love it. <laughs> Add the tone, the time. <laughs> That's not even your best. I mean, I that was pretty you've good. Been better. Well, it's pretty it's good. an original piece. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jerry, what'd you find? Um, so the one that we did most recently that I really liked was the, um, we did the shrimp etouffee, which was Ooh. delicious. I love like etouffee. Oh, it was so good. Did it, it take a so while good. to get the flavor right though? Like, does it need time to, or like next day, did it taste even better? Oh, there was none left for next yeah, day. I, 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 I don't play that, that game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play that game. That, um, but it was really, really good. There was just, it, it took a while to cook and to get like, it was a weird thing. Like Steve kept being like, are you sure this is right? I'm like, trust process, which is like what I say way too often. Um, but it was delicious. I think that was a New York times recipe too. I'll send you. Okay. Yeah. Send me both. Um, or yep. I can try to Google both and we'll put it in the show notes. Now on our last talk, Sherry mentioned that you had, um, more flowers, types of flowers, Steve, than you've ever had in your life. We need to, the listeners need an update. How many flowers do you have now? It is a stunning amount of flower because, you know, for how old am I? 300. So during that time, <laughs> all I've ever had in the house is a little can of Wondra to thicken up the sauce. Stop it. You know, that was my, that was the extent of my flower. Wow. Yeah. And then it was the, the, you know, the all-purpose. I think we started with the the bread flour first, right? Oh, okay. yeah, right. Yeah. And then we had the all-purpose flour, and then okay. there was the double zero flour, and now there's the cake flour. I haven't even opened up that one yet. That's waiting. Are you making and a cake? The, and then we were for a month. We were doing um, Mediterranean diet, and I'm like, oh, let me get this whole wheat flour. So I got that too. So wow. So know. we have five. Oh wait, did I say double zero? Yeah, you, yeah did. you did. Yeah, okay, yeah, five. But it's a good flower. It's worth mentioning again. Yeah, it's, it's a very it's a great flower. That, double, yeah, it is. You got to say it twice. Yeah. Perfect. All right, you two, do you want to start answering some of these amazing listener questions? Because we have a ton to get wow. through. Let's right. do it. are popular. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. So Lee in New Hampshire asks, I love getting Thai takeout and my favorite is green curry by far. I've tried to make it at home a few times, but why doesn't my green curry at home ever taste like the real green curry from my local Thai takeout? What can I do to make it taste more authentic? That's a good question. Um, I, the, the, the most we've gotten into Thai food was we made some drunken noodles, which were delicious. Really good. Really good. Yeah, that was a winner for you guys. Um, that was yeah. a good one, yeah. But I think, I mean, I think you have to get as authentic with it as you can and like go back to the curry leaves themselves mm. and do the whole steeping and, you know, or crushing or whatever it is you need to do to kind of take it from there. Like, I don't think any prepackaged curry is going to give you the same 
Yeah, you can't stop and shop this thing. You've got to go to the Thai store. <laughs> exactly. I agree with yeah. you, Steve. And I think the thing with Thai food is that it needs to be the perfect balance of like salt, sweet, acid, heat. And like, if you don't have that balance, then it's something's going to taste off. And like Steve was saying, I going to an actual Thai grocery store or an Asian or H Mart or I mean, you're in New Hampshire, so I'm sure there's a couple. I know there's one in Nashua that I used to go to that was a great Thai or Vietnamese grocery store and getting the most like fresh lemongrass, getting good quality products, um, I think make a huge difference. And the other thing, and I'm going to try to pronounce this right, <clears throat> it's ga-lang-ga, and it's like ginger, and it looks like ginger, and that's what they use in especially green curry paste. And it's got the same notes of ginger, but it's not spicy like ginger. Mm -hmm. So I think that would make a big difference too, but sugar too. Most people don't put a lot of sugar in cooking and got to put a lot of sugar into this, you know, but those are good tips, guys. Any others mm -hmm. you want to add in? You know, um, I, I need to explore Asian cuisine a little bit more before I'm going to give any, uh, any answers on that. Cause for the most part, I'm like, call the takeout. Yeah. Um, you want authentic call the takeout people yeah and like support your local places and that's there's nothing wrong with that yeah. um but yeah. i will tell you we did make chinese food once good and it was great mm. great we made these really little good. dumpling things that were Sherry fantastic that. and egg rolls that were mm. like who knew yeah worth the work yeah worth the effort yeah i yeah. agree um all right our next question comes from jackie from instagram she she writes veggie noodles yes or no i love pasta i oh sorry let's try that again oliver just with a dirty sock oh. all right all right I'll let you know it's laundry day okay let's try it one more time <clears throat> uh jackie from instagram asks veggie noodles yes or no i love pasta but i want to cut back on some carbs to lose a few pounds Jackie, who doesn't? Um, how can you make veggie noodles so they don't turn to a mushy mess? Good question. Kids? I, I have, have no made with that. I've made veggie noodles a couple times. Um, uh -huh. And I will say the key is not to treat them like pasta when you're cooking them. Yeah. Like you don't want to cook them, cook them. You basically want to blanch them. Mm -hmm. and then throw them in some ice water and then heat up your sauce and throw that on top to kind of heat up the noodles. But if you cook them too long, they just turn into like a pile of wet garbage. Yeah, I agree. Um, and also like there's a recipe that I love from one of the Skinny Taste cookbooks and it's cucumber noodles. So you, and it's a cold salad. So you're going to spiralize. I don't know if that's a word today. It is it's close. cucumbers, right? And you want whatever you're going to make into your veggie noodle. If you're not buying prepackaged veggie noodles, it needs to be larger, like a larger cucumber, a larger, sorry, again, Oliver is just out of control today, a larger like carrot or zucchini or whatever. So you can get a lot of surface area when you're spiralizing it. If anyone could see me, Steve and Sherry are both nodding their heads and yeah. making the motion. You're making but a spirally motion. I am. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so I get like a rotisserie chicken that's already pre-made, mm. shreddy, shreddy, make a peanut sauce, and then toss all of that together with like a little diced bell pepper, maybe some hot pepper, scallions on top, crushed peanuts or cashews. Boom. Dinner's done and cold noodles and super light and easy. And I think it's delicious. And um, that's a skinny taste recipe. So oh, nice. 
Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying that you can't overcook them if you're going to, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't over sauce them either. Like Mm-mm. a little goes a long way. You really want the noodle to be the noodle. The other, the only other thing I suggest too, is if you're going to make, um, spaghetti squash noodles, I can write how to do it on the website. I won't get into that here, but I also tend to mix a little bit of regular pasta. in, so like angel hair pasta or something like that, just to give it a little more umph. Um, but if you're really trying to cut all the carbs out, spaghetti noodles, it is, or something like that or spaghetti squash. I mean, um, I would get thrown out of Italy. Not that I've ever been, but I would get thrown out if I, you know, went that route, I have to have actual pasta. So my suggestion, which Mm. I, would never take myself is to just have less of it and yeah. you'll have the delicious experience rather than a big bowl of you know glop you're absolutely right and i totally <laughs> agree with you yeah. i too am italian and i too would be shunned from my little mm-hmm. town i'm from my yeah. my people are from yeah if yeah. i was that said to... i'll probably go back for seconds on my pasta Ditto. i'm not good at cutting back no me neither no i don't know what a portion of pasta is supposed to look like uh, overflowing, I believe is the word. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe in New York asks or, li- or writes or says, it's my brother, maybe it's my brother. It is your brother, Joe. I listened to the second episode of your podcast with your friend about cooking, cook with cooking friends. Wait, <clears throat> by the way, right that yeah. little sentence fragment alone, I can tell that's not my brother, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try one more time. Joe in New York writes, I listened to the second episode of your podcast with your friend about cooking with friends over Zoom. Much better. And it inspired me and my friends to do it ourselves. What have been your favorite recipes in 2021 so far that you would recommend making? You too. So this year. Hey, when did we make the, the pizza? Was that this year? Was that in January? I think it was. Yeah, that pizza was good so i invested mm-hmm. in a pizza stone and a pizza peel which is the giant spatula thing by the mm-hmm. way i had no idea it was called the peel. and the kakunka kunk and the kakunka kunk cutter what's a kakunka kunk cutter well you know how you should have the wheel cutter that yeah. you, you know well that's what i always use and she's like you got to get the kakunka kunk and i'm like what is that <laughs> and it's this thing it's like a giant it's dangerous i will kill people with that thing. is it like a half moon it's a yeah. half moon thing and you put it in it's like kakunk 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 and you're done <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll make a note of the kunk kunk. You got to get the kunk kunk to yes. make a good pizza. God, you two are amazing. <laughs> okay, what else? Way, that is the kunk kunk TM. Yes. Sherry yeah. has, has got that yeah. thing under patent. Yeah, a little trademark on that. Um, what made the pizza so good beyond the kunk kunk and the pizza peel? Uh, and well, the stone. cheese and the sauce, of course. Well, um, and we made did our, you make own your own dough. dough? Yes. We made the... everything from scratch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we used a double zero flour, which was great. We made the sauce, which was a very basic tomato sauce that was delicious. Mm. Um, We had actually, I think that was when we talked about trying to make our own mozzarella or ricotta or something. And then we're like, yeah, we're not not ready there yet. (laughs) That's so ambitious. (laughs) Jesus, you two. (laughs) Well, no. You got to keep it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. In a pinch, and, I've used like, you know, um, the, the little cheese sticks, you know, the string cheese. I love I don't too. care. No, oh, there's no shame. No, no shame. I'm Greek. We put cheddar on a pizza from time to time. 
It's sure. disgusting, but it works. I don't even know what to say about that one. I don't either. I, we're going to just yeah. move right past that one. Freak peaches. Sorry, problem. Sherry. No, it's right. okay. Joy in California writes, I'm single, working from home, and live by myself. I love baking yeah. and making desserts, but hate when I have to eat them all by myself. <laughs> and I can't bring them into work or give them to friends for other people to eat. Do you have any dessert ideas for one? Uh, she's no, just I, dying laughing right now I'm laughing sherry's because, hiding i'm laughing because the other night is like i was like i'm hungry for dessert i'm gonna make like a tray of brownies yeah <laughs> yep. so i don't know about this you know uh, dessert for one for i mean one yeah thing, i think but, one recipe uh, is one serving but yeah yeah, that's yeah. Great. oh well steve you just bought ramekins Oh. I did. I bought ramekins. You know why? Why? You buy the ramekins. Now you got something to make. Oh, I, I love that. I have no that. idea what I'm putting in those ramekins. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you buy um, a vacuum, you're like, now all I need is a carpet. There you go. Or a yeah. floor. I mean, you can vacuum many <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <Yeah. laughs> or a carpet. So, yeah. I, so it's like, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, so my got suggestion. the ramekins. So I'm thinking yeah. like, you know, because I watch a lot of MasterChef. Oh, like sure. a lot. Like I, I, I hadn't seen it in a while and there hasn't been a new season. And so you I started back. with the first season mm -hmm. and it's been like, I don't know, five weeks and I'm on like season nine right now. Oh, geez. And it's a lot, but That's I can't intense. stop watching. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a train wreck. That's good. Good yeah. for you. I did that with So anyway, shop. yeah. they always say the toughest thing to make is the souffle. It is. Right? And a lot so can like, go wrong with it. Get me some ramekins and make a souffle. Wow. I've had the ramekins now for about three and a half months. Well, put it on your list of what they you're going to make and then clean. make Sherry make it too. Yeah, we should make a cheese souffle. I'll make a souffle. Let's make yeah. a cheese and a chocolate. All right. And there you go. Individual dessert and a ramekin chocolate souffle. Boom. Yeah, that is perfect. I love yeah. that. So the only other thing I would suggest is when I make cookies, I spoon, like I put the, the dough and I get um, an ice cream scoop. And I'll scoop them out in portions and then I'll freeze the balls and then I just bake the ones that I need. So, but honestly, I eat the balls raw from the freezer too at times. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Same. So, you know, I. By the way, Beavis I, over there is laughing because you said balls. I know. <laughs> she, <laughs> Sherry. Oh, God. Okay. This is a longer question. So, bear with. Brilliant. Ryan in Massachusetts writes, I'm trying to get recipes organized and I got a recipe box and index cards. Now I am transferring all the photos, screenshots, and open tabs on my phone to these cards, like all that my Nana had. It's obviously helpful, but the box came with dividers with about two dozen options for categories. And there are some blank ones for me to write down my own. I'm feeling very overwhelmed. So am I. Mm -hmm. I know this should be a personal choice, but how specific do I need to get with this? Oh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Oh, Brian. Oh, oh, Ryan. Turn up your hearing. I'm sure aid, there's a Brian Steve. out there as well that's doing the same thing. And I, to both of you, what are you thinking? That is too much. Uh -huh. Too much. Yeah. I get it's kind of a you know family thing and. Mm -hmm. sentimental and all that stuff put all that stuff in a box it's very cool you can look at it whenever you want to but we use a spreadsheet and we copy and paste our stuff on there and we give yeah. our ratings there and it's done mm -hmm. yeah you know do you the, ever go back this to is it about, oh yeah all the time all the time 
Especially if like we got something in the freezer, I'm like, what are you cooking tonight? Uh, I don't know. So you gotta you know, just look through some of the old recipes and, and break out something and, and, and do it again. And pick a winner from yeah. before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that. Sherry, yeah. any advice? Uh, yeah, no, same. I tried to do the same thing once and I grand ambitions and I'll tell you it all ended up in a box for the savers within a couple of weeks because I'm just like, I can't <laughs> do it. It does, it gets really overwhelming and and it sounds like Brian is a lot like me where you start to do something and then you start getting super specific. And before mm -hmm. you know it, you're completely overwhelmed. So I would say if you're dead set on making this thing, keep the categories broad, just keep mm -hmm. it to like dinner, dessert, appetizer, soup, done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, don't get too specific. Otherwise, if no. you want to get super specific, then go the spreadsheet route, throw in some tag words and make it a searchable document and just go to town. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I it, my only advice would be like, do it when you're in the mood, yeah. don't force it. And yeah, don't drill down too deep on categories or anything like that. I personally don't do that. I don't even have a spreadsheet. I use cookbooks and just put post-it notes in the cookbook. And then I, I handwrite notes in every cookbook of every recipe that I make, but I, I don't know. I have a hard time remaking things over and over again too. I don't do that that often because there's just so much new good food to try and oh. cookbooks out there and food blogs. And yeah. hey, I admire the initiative to put that kind of a thing together, Yeah, but you got to commit to that and oh, live with time. it forever. So Otherwise, Brian and Ryan, yeah. you know, yeah, right. the two, the, you two guys, I would say. <laughs> Combine your powers together. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do I would, it I would, yeah. Yeah. Take Sherry's advice and simplify. That, that's, mm -hmm. I think. Throw it in a box, give it to Savers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Catherine from Instagram writes I feel bored with my recipes and need some cooking inspiration. I love your podcast. Thank you. And it really helped. But where do you find your recipes and inspirations? Because I need a little extra. Kids, where do you get your inspiration? We actually, a lot of our time is spent looking through like, especially like New York Times. I feel like I plug that now all the time, but we look through New York Times recipes a lot um, for inspiration, but also like sometimes we'll see something uh, on a show or something where like, well, we should try to make this or, you know, stuff like that. But it's mostly just like things that you see or I don't know. We just try to we try to switch it up a lot. This is not a good answer, by the way. I don't know if you want well, this answer. One. I'm gonna let no, Steve do it. It's a good answer. I'll give you one. Sometimes we have to take the tour through Sherry's bottomless freezer. I do have a bottomless freezer. They, I think there's like an entire side of beef in there. There might be. There, yeah. Jimmy Hoffa is in there. Everything is in that freezer. It's true. And um, meanwhile, I've got like you know one frozen pizza and some chicken. That's it. And but, an old pot pie from four But sometimes years ago. going through and looking what looking at what you've got, and you're mm -hmm. like, all right, here's what I've got in terms of the protein. Let's figure out a recipe around it. That's a good idea because I don't do that, and I should do that more. Yeah, because then got a beef I get tenderloin thing coming up soon. I think because that's Ooh. in both of our freezers. That'll be fun. Yeah. I get true. swayed by social media or TV so easily. Like, I remember years ago when I'd be sitting at home on like a Saturday at like 11 a.m. and all of a sudden you turn it on and Phantom Gourmet, a local TV show would be on oh, yeah, and it's like food porn and you just by the end of it you're now hungry for every single thing that you saw on the TV show and any plan that you might have had for lunch is so gone 
So I, yeah, but for me personally, it's the podcast has really in the last year been dictating what I'm cooking because I try to take photos for the social media aspect of this and marketing and centered around like the food. So if it's a Lebanese episode, then I'm cooking Lebanese all week, which is awesome for me. It's always, always changing, but I've got a handful of food blogs that I always check every day and see what's new and what I feel like eating, but going through your freezer, like Steve said, and trying to use what you have and go through your pantry and pick maybe one or two ingredients out. Great idea. Awesome. Even though things are frozen, I have uh-huh. this thing about keeping stuff in the freezer for too long. So every so often I'm like, I've got this chicken in for like five months. And Sherry's oh like, God. it's frozen. Oh my <laughs> I don't God. care. We got to use this chicken. Oh, Steve, this is such a good question for you. Oh, here, you ready? You ready for this one? This is, this is like a softball being thrown at you. Eduardo from Facebook asks, I like the idea of baking, but never really did it before. I wanted to try to start by making some bread. Do I really need to use bread flour or can I use the all purpose kind? What's the difference? All right. You listen to me, Eduardo. (laughs) Listen good. You get the bread flour. Do not use the regular flour because the recipe doesn't call for it. Yeah. If the recipe says, get the bread flour, listen to the person who wrote the recipe because you get a better chew with the bread flour. Mm -hmm. This is something that I learned because I too asked the same question. Why can't I just use my can of Wondra to make some bread? No, you seriously I did not. didn't. I did not. Okay, good. <laughs> I considered it, but I didn't verbalize that question. <laughs> but I did say, you know, why do, why do I need more than one kind of flour? Because I've lived all these years without flour. But now, of course, as being a man of many flowers, um, you use the right flour in the right circumstance. That's the by the way, advice. when you're making bagels, yeah. use the right flour. And what is the right flour for bagels? That's the bread flour as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the thing in, they call it in the UK strong flour, just as what Steve said, the reason why it's because it has more, a higher protein content in it and which is going to produce more gluten, which makes it stronger, which makes it chewier and delicious. Sherry, is there anything you want to add into that? Yeah, I would say the same thing. It's all about the flowers. You just got to you got to go with what it asks for because it does make a huge difference. I mean, the pizza dough that we made with the double zero was miles above any other pizza dough that I've ever made. So it's, yeah, it's all about the flour. Use the cake flour when you make the cake. I think Mm -hmm. it's a little, you know, there's, there can be space issues if you don't have a lot of room in your house, but it does make a difference. I will forever listen to uncle Steve, multiple flowers. Yeah, Yeah, I will. Yeah, no, that's, it's a good way to be. Heather in Massachusetts asks, are bay leaves poisonous? I forgot to take them out before I blended the soup. Can we still eat it? <laughs> well, Heather, I'm guessing by now you probably made that decision. Let's hope you're still living. You're still well, with I, us. I was going to say, if she's still waiting on that soup, it is poisonous now. <laughs> it wasn't before. Oh, oh Heather. But I'm um, so I recently, we went down a big hole, a big rabbit hole with bay leaves recently because um, Steve insists that they don't do anything. What so, is the point of the bay leaf? It does no nothing. You're kidding. It really oh. does almost next to nothing. nothing. Like some people say that it like adds earthiness or deepens the flavor, but other people say it doesn't do crap. Yeah. Um, so I'm bottom line, 
Yeah, it's not poisonous. However, they tell you to take them out because the leaves are so tough. Yeah, they're a choking hazard. They are a choking hazard and they can cut up your insides. Like this is a dangerous friggin' spice. Like that does nothing. Oh my God, I love bay leaves and I only use fresh bay leaves. Well, maybe that's yeah. the difference. I yeah, use maybe. the McCormick dry. No, 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 no. You get the fresh ones in the clamshell packet in the um, herb aisle, like where the where the produce is and they have fresh bay leaves and you get those. And even if you want to, if you don't use them all up, they will dry on their own and use those. And those have so much more flavor. I put them in everything. Mm-hmm. All right. All so right. You, you have given me a little takeaway today. Oh, good. That's the, the only one so bay- far. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm glad I like that we it. That yeah. Steve, I love you so much. I'm all in on the fresh bay leaf because I know that dried up thing. Oh, it's no. yeah. it does not. And you don't know how old that is. You don't know where that came from. No, fresh man. And like you're putting a bay leaf in stocks, in yeah. beans. When you're making beans, huge difference. Yeah. Huge. Massive. Right. Kids. Wow. Get now we got bay right. yourself fresh bay leaf. Fresh, fresh bay leaves. And you can grow leaves. them too in the summertime and they'll let's not get out of control okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This past Friday, we just had the episode come out. Uh well, no. This you know, when this comes out, it'll be a few weeks ago. But check out my gardening episode with right. my friends at Baker Ooh. Creek Seeds, heirloom seeds. Uh Danny from Facebook writes, I went to the store and ended up buying three pounds of very large shrimp. <laughs> and that were on sale. <laughs> Thank God they are frozen. Right, we've all been there. I live alone, and I need some more ideas of what to do with the shrimp. Do you have any good shrimp recipes you love? Please help. I love we that have- question because it's like I wrote it. Yeah. In my freezer, it's a giant <laughs> mega shrimp. Yeah. Okay. So, really any good shrimp good- recipes? We've had some really good shrimp recipes. We did the the etouffee was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we made a cumin lime shrimp with ginger. That, that was, was really good. It was really good. Okay, I, I think that was that my again. favorite one. Wow, yeah, that that was great. Um, we did uh, shrimp and grits. Yeah. And then what was the other shrimp thing we did recently? Was it the jambalaya that we did? We was did a while do ago. A jambalaya. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was probably it. Yeah, the cumin lime was definitely like right up at the top. But there's okay. there's so much you can do with shrimp, even if you, you know, cook it ahead of time and throw it into a salad. Um, I wanted but, to make some delicious fried shrimp, but Sherry yes. refuses. I'll nice. make fried shrimp. I actually had fried shrimp the other day <gasps> from Fuji Kendall popcorn shrimp. Uh-huh amazing with a jalapeno soy dipping sauce that was like crazy good mm. i'll do fresh sherry's shrimp. referring to a place in cambridge massachusetts just so everyone yeah. is well aware. sorry sorry yeah. we have listeners all over the world share bear we don't they don't know i cannot believe the legend of poo hot pot hasn't come up <gasps> what's poo hot pot poo hot pot was the best oh in chinatown no no in central square in cambridge in the 90s okay Actually, I think it lasted into like, you know, 2010 or something. But when they did the big Central Square renovation, they they booted it. But it had lo mein that I have not been able to find lo mein this good since they went out of business. It was like a thicker noodle and the sauce was almost like gravy. And it was, it was unbelievable. It was really 
best Chinese food, like ever. I would drive to her apartment just to have that. It was that good. Because the Chinese food by me was terrible. It yeah. was that good. Yeah. yeah. Where it was, was it in good. Central? It was uh, right by Tuscanini's. Uh, right over there. Yeah. So you're in like Central Inman. You're over by almost Inman Square. Yeah, it was like, a, no, um, Tuscanini's and um, Cinderella's was there too. So it was kind of like across oh, from like there. the fire station. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, Main <sighs> Street maybe. So good. What was the ice cream place I was just thinking about in Inman Square? Gracie's. Yeah, Gracie's. Sorry. I know all the ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> we digress, people. You know, um, no, thank you for that walk down memory lane. No Love problem. <laughs> okay, so Sherry and Steve will give me those recipes. I'll put them in the show notes. Uh, Sawyer in Ohio writes, I am so over winter right now and warm and craving warm weather food. Even though it's not super warm where I am, I'm trying to cook more summery foods. Do you have any recipe ideas for summery-ish dishes? Well, Steve just recently said so long to soup, so. I have a say so long to soup campaign that runs every year. (laughs) I'm with you on that. I'm I'm like over cold weather food right now, big time, big time. Because I am, well, I, during the winter months, I am heavily invested in the soup and the stew. Me too. Yeah. And braises, absolutely. Curries. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on your campaign, Steve. I I vote yes for so long to soup. So to me, summary food is salads, which I'm not ready to dive into quite yet. Because once the salad craze hits, then it's like you, you, same thing. Eventually you're like, so long to salads. Like you just can't, you know? So I I feel feel like like I said so long to salad in 1993. (laughs) Maybe that's just me. Was there like a scatter song that went along with you so long to salad? <laughs> Never looking back. Mm, don't Never looking me, back. I might have to uh, think of one. I like, to me, summery food is bright. It's acidic. It's fruit. Like sometimes there's fruit involved. So like some kind of taco with like a mango Ooh. or a pineapple relish yeah. or anything that's Mexican to me. Anything that I would get on vacation somewhere with my feet in the sand in a cold beer or cocktail mm-hmm. scream summer warm weather kind of food that's just my own personal preference so i can link some or put some uh, taco recipes and maybe a couple of salads yeah i agree though um that making salad is you know that's fine but uh, I think I'm going to be all in on Mexican food this summer mm-hmm. yeah. not just barbecue you know throw no. a couple of hot dogs and the Go for the Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Sherry? And anything with a fresh tomato is just going to, while mm-hmm. you can get fresh tomatoes, make everything with a fresh tomato. Like yeah. any, pico, you make your fresh pico de gallo, anything you can do with a fresh tomato. Like you could even do um, like a light fish stew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did one last year. Didn't we do like a Greek fisherman's stew or something that was a very light um stew with some, tomatoes and it was great that was good we did something with miso that oh, don't talk about it oh it was bad horrific yeah really was, yeah we decided we don't like miso why what kind uh, of miso it, was it the white miso? Well, we had to coat yeah. this thing with miso whatever we were making and uh-huh. it was like uh, i don't know what the word is for that we didn't like yeah. it. no i i yeah. think the listeners got it was a little too much for, yeah a little yeah. too much okay. yeah yeah um okay so we're gonna we're gonna this is a baking question. So put on your 
Oh boy. Baking hats. All right. Baking hat. Right. I know. I really have one. Okay. Well, oh. good luck. So Darcy in Colorado, not Dar not our Darcy, a different oh. Darcy. Hi Darcy. I know. <laughs> Darcy. I say Darcy. it anyway. Yeah. Darcy. Okay, Darcy in Colorado writes, I love listening to your podcast and I have a question and I'm hopeful you can help me with. My grandchild is turning 18 next week and I am in charge of making a birthday cake. They're allergic to chocolate. Their brother is allergic to nuts. Okay, so no chocolate, no nuts. And their dad is vegan. So sorry. But too bad I'm not baking for him. Okay. I like... They like white cake, but most recipes I found look very sweet and boring. Do you have any suggestions? Darcy, so no chocolate. All the, you took away all the good stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. no nuts. No. Let's table the vegan thing. Sorry, vegans out there. We're tabling vegan. So no, no chocolate, no nuts. No chocolate, no nuts. Mm -hmm. So my initial thought would be like uh, key lime pie or oh, pie. Like I, I had, if someone made me a pie for my birthday, I would be very happy with that. Yeah, pie is good. Yeah, I've no, and like fruit pies or well, like yeah, I like yeah. like lemon meringue pie or maybe you do like a mango pie. Ooh, right. I also, yeah, big fan of a of a lemon cake too. Mm -hmm. Love a lemon cake. I do too. Uh, love and maybe some fresh raspberries or strawberries oh, up in there. Well, there you go. Now we're yeah. talking. Now you're on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you need to do the vegan thing, you can always try the flax egg, which I've heard is like the way to go if you're going to do vegan. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's a good You're substitute. just not going to get the same texture that you would in a non-vegan dessert. No. That's all. No. But what about a delicious cheesecake, though? <gasps> Another great idea. Again, not vegan. No, it's okay. we were not cooking for the. Yeah. the oh yeah, if we're not going for vegan the vegan table. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Forget it. Yeah. Cheesecake. Have some, uh, some cheesecake would be great. That'd be banana cream too. cheesecake. Yeah, banana cream cheesecake from the chocolate from the chocolate factory. From the chocolate that doesn't factory. Move it at all. <laughs> no. Cheesecake factory. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't mm -hmm. think awesome. of the name of the place that made cheesecake. Yeah, it's hard. Cheesecake. <laughs> okay. Jin from Instagram asks, I see all these recipes that use cast iron to cook with. Do you have any tips for the best case cast iron pan to buy and how to take care of it? Can you really not wash it with soap? <gasps> I don't even want to talk about this. It's so upsetting to me. Please, please talk about it. I can't tell her where to get the best one, but I know damn well where to get the worst one. Oh no, why? What happened? I got a cast iron pan and it works, you know? But you're supposed to season it and yeah. you're supposed to do it like three times in a row so that it's smooth and you can make your eggs on it sliding around there. <laughs> so I went through this thing. I, I saw this thing on YouTube and the guy is like, you got to season the pan. And then when it's done after an hour at like 500, you take it out and it's like on fire and you still have to continue to do it while it's yeah. still hot. And I'm burning my hands. I'm like, this is going to be worth it. <laughs> three times. I break it out. It is as mottled at the bottom as it was when I started. Oh no. Yeah. And so I look at the reviews on Amazon and they're like, this thing is a piece of crap. Oh no. It, it, you can't season it. I'm like, oh, well, this is what I bought. <laughs> so don't get that one. Don't get that one. Yeah. Read the reviews. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, I did get the cheapest one too. So that's my own fault. Yeah. So I, I had the same, I actually had the same problem with a loge or lodge, lodge, lodge. lodge. Yeah. yeah. 
And I ended up investing in a La Crusette cast iron pan. And it's, I personally oh, think it's- La Shut up. I got it at the outlets in <laughs> Red Dog for 75 bucks. And it is, she's, she's a beautiful pan. And when I went there, I asked them, cause you know, you can Google and it's already pre-seasoned. So I didn't have to do what Steve had to do, but she was like, all you need to do is take salt and water, like coarse salt and get a nylon brush and just scrub it. And that's it. No soap. Cause that'll take out the seasoning mm. and all the work that you just put into it. Cause it's going to get kind of busted at the bottom, not rusted and busted, but a little busted looking mm. at the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you want. Sherry, what were you going to say? I, so I actually do use soap. Okay. I, I use soap on mine and we, um, a stainless steel, like chainmail scrubber. Mm. Um, yeah, that I, thing is awesome that thing is the best. It's like the easiest way to clean these things. Um, and I don't use soap every time, but you know, sometimes you're making fish or something like that. You're like, I gotta get that out of there. So you can use soap on it. You just have to then season it afterwards. And you know, you don't have to do the big three-step seasoning every time. If you're, if you have a well-seasoned pan, I think at that point you can just, you know, coat it with some olive oil. Um, put it on the stovetop you're supposed to like put it on the stovetop first and get it hot mm-hmm. and then add your oil which i said olive oil but i didn't mean it no you didn't. canola oil yeah. um and you let it get all smoky and stuff so you know that it's you know penetrating its thing and, yeah, doing and its uh thing. then you just kind of swish it around in there and um as long as you wipe most of it off you should be fine i've never had a problem with mine i i've had good luck and i have a lodge mm-hmm. um so it wasn't very expensive. It's not very mm-hmm. heavy, which is good because mm-hmm. have terrible wrists. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, the only oh, other I have thing. A pro tip, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. Pro tip from uh, the great Jeffrey Zakarian. Ooh, Ooh, love Jeffrey. Hello, Jeffrey. Hi, Hello, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Um, he says you need two cast iron pans: one for meats, oh. one for fish. If you were oh. going to be of the non-soap uh, seasoner. I didn't know that. That's good advice. Also dry when you are done washing the pan in whatever mm-hmm. way you do, make sure you dry it really, really, really good. Yeah. Rust is your enemy when it comes to cast iron. And I'm sorry, I've had one rusted pan and I can't get the rust out. I tried, mm. just didn't happen. So it went for a ride in the country. Mine always yeah. go yeah. right on the stove top <clears throat> on high heat after I, after I wash them to dry them mm-hmm. to Good make idea. sure that they're just absolutely dry because yeah. yeah, the rust is no joke. So Steve needs a new one for his oh, upcoming I'm birthday. That one. Yeah, oh, don't even get me started on pans, by the way, because, <gasps> you know. Oh, yeah, there's a problem. I had a pan from Meeson. Oh no, really? I love their knives. They're nice knives. They are their nice pans knives. are Not so Al. much. Yeah. Uh, and so they totally dissed me uh, online on Facebook. I'm like, hey, I make an egg and the egg like spreads out in like a half moon. I'm like, what is with this moat that's going on in my pan? And they're like, oh, every pan has a little bit. I'm like, is it supposed to look like this? And she's like, well, send us a video. So I crack the egg and they oh go into the half moon. I'm like, here you go. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, that's uh, that's bound to happen. That was the and answer. I'm, so I'm like, you know, I spent like, I don't know, 500 bucks on your knives. So I kept buying them. Even when yeah. I doubled up, I sent one to Sherry. Um, and, uh, and then I got this pan. I'm like, I'm going to, I love your knives, but I'm never going to buy them. Mm. I'm going right back to, you know, Calphalon. 
Mm. Uh, they know how to make a frying pan. You don't. No, they don't. Apparently. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oh. Tip. Okay, this is going to be a sensitive pan. question for you too. I think so. <clears throat> Buckle in. Okay. Okay. Matt from Instagram. Oh, right. I, hi, Matt. I hi, keep Matt. seeing Bira. Bira. B i r r i a. Uh, Look at the two yeah, of them. How do I pronounce that? Birria, I think. There we go. Yeah. Tacos, beer, birria. Sure. And, am I saying it? I don't want to bash. I want to, I, I want think... to say birria, right? B- birria. Birria. Yeah. B-I-R-R-I-A, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with birria. I'm I going with birria. All right. Because I, I really want to work on my pronunciation. Maybe it's birria. Birria. Oh, maybe. All right. I keep seeing birria. Yeah. Tacos everywhere right now. They seem like they are the air quotes it taco of 2021. We fell for it. Yeah, we did. Do you have any good recipes for them? No. Uh, well, it, it's not true. The the meat was great. We did the, the meat, meat was great. The meat was really good. It was a very spicy sauce. It was delicious. Um, but the whole process of like Dunking. dipping the shell and then frying it, it was just overkill you don't need it um it's good enough to make the taco and dip it in the sauce like you don't need to do the whole step I mean it's it's fine it's like different it's fun to do once but it ended up being a little more trouble than it was worth Steve I I was not happy with this whole process it's like we took this great meat which you could have just eaten out of a bowl it was so good so good put it in the taco and you're like this is going to be great oh wait a minute we have this other step and crap no good do you think it was the tortillas you used that was no good or well um not necessarily because what was bothering me was the flavor of the whole thing it was like Uh, it was okay it was okay but it would have been better without that last step it was just the taco yeah I think, yeah. and it just, in the taco, if I'm remembering right, it was just the meat and a cheese, Yeah, which yeah. was fine, but it was much better when I made it the next day and actually like put in like a little guacamole and stuff like that and didn't bother with the extra step of the frying, mm. yeah. but the sauce to dip in was great. It was like okay. super spicy, really, really good. Um, but yeah, that whole frying step, just, I, I saw it and I was like, we have to do this. And then it was like, was like yeah, I'm glad we tried it, but, uh, and yeah. I didn't, and in all full disclosure, it's not like I wasn't part of the clean plate club when we were done. I was, <laughs> but it was yeah. like a, a, like a chore to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. It was and, tough. You know, I would have been happy with a taco. Mm, I love tacos. All right. Well, I'll look for a couple of good recipes. Maybe I'll take your, the meat from your recipe and the sauce. And then Mm -hmm. people can try it on their own. I mean, I know I'm going to definitely try it. I have not tried it yet this year. Um, I know people love it. Love it. Yeah. Keep saying it all over the place. And I'm like, what did you I have to learn how to pronounce that. Definitely try it because it was delicious. It was Mm -hmm. just a lot more. I think I would have rather just had the in a regular taco. Okay. But. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. I mean, it was a fun, fun ex- yeah. adventure. Yeah. Okay. Food adventure. All. all right. Well, here's another food adventure. Thank you, mm-hmm. Sherry. No problem. Megan in Colorado says, hey, foodie friends, did you recently make bao buns or did I make this up? My friend wants to make them, but thought it might be too labor intensive. Do you have any tips or a good recipe to go with them? 
I don't even know what that is. We have not made a bao bun. I will tell you, Steve. I we love have not bao done bun. I do. Assuming it's some too. sort of Asian bun. Yeah, they're like super. Delicious. Like a lot of times you'll see them folded. So like, say it's like looks like a big flat puffy pancake, right? And it's round. They get stuffed with like a barbecue pork and then folded on top, and they're like white and fluffy, and so they're good. this like gorgeous steamed yeasted little dough sandwich, and it almost it looks like a taco that's on its side and little wouldn't you say yeah Sorry? like a like I a big leave this fluffy taco right now and, and go yeah i told I know, you we should make really them. good they're, and they're not that hard to make the only thing no. with the bao buns is one you need to make sure you have a steamer a bamboo steamer basket mm-hmm. when you are steaming them you have to make sure the water is at a level when it starts boiling that it will not touch the bun so it needs to be low enough and you keep your eye on it you might have to add more water in as it's steaming the other thing is, as I've always said, with any yeasted product, make sure you check the expir- expiration date on the yeast, because if it's not happy and not alive, your stuff will not rise, and then it'll be very sad for everybody. That is yeah, true. Yeah, nobody likes dead yeast. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. And the other thing, if you, and I highly recommend going and supporting your local Asian grocery stores, um, in Chinatown, I bought the best rolling pin I have ever found in my life. And it's like this tiny, and it's made, it's a dumpling rolling pin. So it's teeny tiny and it, it, it's slightly like a French one where it's tapered on the ends a little bit, but it's like the perfect size to roll a personal pizza or like these bao buns or like, because it's not big and bulky and you don't have to, you know, it's just like, so find yourself a dumpling rolling pin because these are a good size. And you can maneuver the rolling pin in a really good way. I mean, I'm literally showing Steve and Sherry as we're oh, talking, yeah. but those are my tips. That's great. For making. So oh. now I have to get a bamboo steamer. I yeah. Don't, I, I am yeah. without steamer. Same. We got to make bao buns and yeah. fill them up with some good spicy pork. That sounds great. Oh, it does. So good. They're yeah, so good. let's do it. I want okay. That. So Next this week. is from, I love this question. A mushroom lover from the Midwest. I love it. So adorable. I love mushrooms. And when I order them at restaurants, they are perfectly roasted or caramelized on a steak, but I can never get them golden brown when I saute them at home. They always turn into a watery mess. I need help. Please help. We just did this last week. We did. Yep. Okay. We were working with the mushrooms and it's a process. There are a lot of steps. Yep. And one of the steps is you gotta wait for the water to like, you know, evaporate uh, before you go on to adding any wine or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so don't touch them. Leave them. Don't I feel like it, is it like three steps? Of, it of, took of longer. For the yeah. Reduction of the. the yeah, water? it took yeah. way longer than we thought it would. Um, because you, you you know you they get brown and you're like okay that looks good but you've got to really wait them out. Um, and just cook them until there's absolutely no liquid before you add anything to them because the ours came out great. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a process. They were in that pan for like a half hour though. I think they were, they were really, it's a, yeah. It's a lot longer than you think it's going to be. Um, but I didn't really, you cut up your, your mushrooms into yes. you sliced yours and I just yes. cut mine in half. So mine were a little mm. thicker. Okay. Yeah. But they were delicious. Yeah. I agree with you guys that. So when I, prep my mushrooms. I never rinse them with water. I get a wet paper towel 
And then I run the paper towel around them so they don't get waterlogged. Cause you want to get some of the dirt off of them, right? Like before you throw them in the pan. So I do that. And then the other thing I never, ever, ever, and you guys said it to season the mushrooms ahead of time. Like don't, when you put them in the pan with the hot oil or butter or whatever you're sauteing them with, don't then immediately add salt and pepper. Like you would, like if you were sweating onions or something like that, you want these to brown. So if you put the salt or any type of seasoning, I feel like in with the mushrooms right away, the water's just going to leach out of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wait and you don't touch them, like you guys are saying, let them get caramelized. Then once they are at the right texture and color for you, then add the seasoning, the wine, the whatever. But yeah, so same thing. Yeah. But- Steve actually has a fun mushroom fact. Oh, tell us. That he found out. I do. Right, <laughs> What's so your mushroom last... fact, Steve? Well, well, you let, forgot uh, it. We have, we have to step back a year. When last okay. year I learned that the yellow pepper and the red pepper and the green pepper are all the same pepper. And they're just picked at different times of, of ripeness. Yeah. Did I just blow your mind on that? You're Nuh-uh. welcome. Look it up. <laughs> I know you think I'm, I'm making this up. I really do think you're making this up. No, Jerry's the okay. one who told me and I had to look it up because I didn't believe her. Like, I really did because they're different sweetnesses though. Yes, like... as they ripen, they become sweeter. And that's why the green is the least ripe and it is the one that is the least sweet. Nuh-uh. Oh yeah. So Nuh-uh. now, so now we learned that, right? So let's put that one aside. I had Google no it, that's idea. Right. So now we learned about the mushrooms. So. I'm looking up some information on the mushrooms and mm-hmm. I bought the plain little white mushrooms. That's what we made, oh, right? Yeah. And I had the criminies. And I couldn't decide between those and the criminies. And someone's like, it's the same mushroom. No. I'm like, what? So yeah, so it starts off as the white, it darkens up and becomes the criminy and then it grows up and it becomes the portobello, same mushroom. No. Same mushroom. I'm going to say it again. Hashtag same mushroom. <laughs> no. Are you serious? I am very serious. Like, I can't believe it. I blew my I needed, mind twice right now. Well, I needed two sources after the mushroom one because I figured this, the portobello I don't like. It's too much, uh, you okay. know? No, And so I'm like, like how could that be my sure. wonderful little white mushroom? It is. See, I knew the portobello and the cremini, the cremini was a baby portobello. That, uh-huh. I, that I get. Okay. But I had no idea... The, the button mushroom, the white button the mushroom little, and the cremini are the same mushroom? Same mushroom. I can't, I just, like, I I'm can't fact check this the second I get off because I'm like, my mind is, I can't. Yeah. And the peppers. And the, pe- I know, I'm going to do peppers. Oh my God. Steve. It's the same pepper, just bell peppers. Do you have any more fun facts you want to insert? This is great. Uh, uh, right, the, I had some it. trivia the other day. What were we talking about? Oh, that Diana Ross has a daughter named Chutney. <laughs> we were talking Here. about Chutney. And he's like, Diana Ross has a daughter named Chutney. I'm like, what? I don't Nuh-uh. know where that Are came from. I don't know how I filed that, but it's been in my head for a yeah. good 25 oh, years. Oh, I hope it's a Jeopardy question. It's not yeah. actually Chutney, though. No, it's Chudney. Chudney. With a Chud? D. Yeah. Oh. Like, like cannibalistic the... humanoid underground dweller. Dweller, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if it has something to do with some origin of like, I don't know, something. Yeah, maybe. 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 It's very interesting. Maybe. Okay, Callie in Brixton Hello. writes, I live alone and I find it tough to cook, meal plan, and meal prep for one because I don't like a lot of leftovers. So I always end up with ordering takeout or spending way too much money. 
Do you have any tips for meal planning and cooking for one? Steve and Sherry, I'm looking at you two. Because, yeah. Because they're, they're both alone. so alone. Hello. I, uh, I don't like to have leftovers. Yeah. So I'll just eat them. <laughs> so, <laughs> problem solved. Steve just eats it all. But to be yep. fair, yeah. a lot of times when Sherry and I make a recipe, we have it or cut it in thirds because sometimes it's like, this is going to serve eight people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my initial thought yeah. is, wow, I'm really going to be full tonight. Or if it uh, looks like know. I'm going to love it, then yeah. I will freeze it. Steve will not freeze. I don't but freeze. I, he doesn't mm-hmm. freeze, but I'm a big fan of freezing um, in individual portions um, so that you can just Pull yeah, but you don't you mind leftover, Sherry. Like you, I love a leftover. Back. You love I, a leftover. I will circle back the next morning and eat it for breakfast cold. Which I, that upsets me. I know. I know. That upsets me too. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Um, but like, yeah, I would say that for sure. And as far as meal prep goes, like stock your pantry. Pantry is like your best friend. My new favorite favorite go to recipe you can make with things in your pantry and it's just like a roasted tomato and white bean stew that's delicious but beans canned whole tomatoes which we also learned that the whole canned tomatoes are the only tomato to buy yeah do not buy the chopped do not buy the crushed do not buy the anything else just buy the whole roma tomatoes and then crush them chop them dice them yourself and why Um, is that sherry you lose a bunch of the flavor in the processing Mm -hmm. so you should get the whole tomato and you get a better flavor from it but if you have a stocked pantry you can like pretty much go in there at any time and make anything and if if you're if you're greek you know that you always should have tomatoes lemons olives garlic and spinach on hand no matter what and lemons and, and oregano i said yeah. lemons didn't i, I know but that's Lots how many lemons. lemons you have i, I know say it twice. have I know. so many lemons i use a lemon in everything yeah yeah yeah, but yeah. if your pantry's stocked, you can't go wrong because you can always find something to make. But then, yeah, freezing things. My mother got me one of those vacuum seal things uh-huh. for, for Christmas. She was trying to talk me into doing that. Get, <laughs> oh, just get yourself a vacuum seal. I'm like, I have spent... You're like, I don't have carpet to vacuum seal. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Well, because we were talking about sous vide. And he's like, I do not have a sous vide machine. I'm like, you can do it with a vacuum seal bag. He's like, I'm With a panini press. I don't like getting that either. Well, I love the George Foreman. (laughs) (laughs) No, my mother bought me a panini press too one year for Christmas. She loves to buy a small appliance. She likes a small appliance. Yeah. So I got a panini press. And let me tell you something. Made fun of it for a while. Now I use it all the time. Do you? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Steve, any, any tips for our friend? What was the question? <laughs> okay, let's and moving on. Steve, was, if anyone was wondering, Steve just fell asleep. So completely. we just woke Steve up again. He's back. He's back. And I now. have to tell the but truth. For a second, he That's true. Off for a second. I was, yeah. And no soup. You know, my Mary great said Aunt Mary stew, used and to Steve was like, I know. Yeah, my great aunt Mary used to fall asleep while she was driving. Did she live? <laughs> Well, she's not driving? here anymore, but she no, did not crash in <laughs> okay, a fiery death. It was, um, I think she just was old and fat. <laughs> okay, well, on that what? note, we have one more listener question. Oh. oh. Kendi from Instagram Hello. writes, I love to try to make copycat fast food or popular restaurant recipes at home. What's your favorite that you've made? Oh, it's got to be the Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? Yep, 100%. 
delicious. Okay, and how did you make it? We went to Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> we did not go to Popeyes. You know, you have to brine the chicken. Yes, which brine. I didn't even with, know was a thing. Yeah, what did you brine it in? Uh, buttermilk with hot mm. sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah, and some cayenne, and so you brined it, and then yeah. there was. Um, there's a recipe we can give you that was okay. Great. It came out great. What it kind was, of bun? Did you make your own bun? We did not. No. I don't. Think. No, I used no. Uh, a bulky roll. Yep the the Khaleesi. The Khaleesi. Oh yeah, sure. Khaleesi. Not rolls. the Game of Thrones. But no. Yeah, the Khaleesi. No. no, not that Khaleesi. No. But yeah, that was great. That was a really good one. That's awesome. So I think mine would, without question, be a Crunchwrap. Because my husband is obsessed with Taco Bell. And so we make homemade crunch wraps at home and they are, oh my God, they're so good. They're really? so good. Yeah. I need that recipe. Well, you will put I that in the show notes. Then, I will. I'll put that in the show notes. But like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you think Steve, the guests don't use the show notes? I'm, I'm stealing your recipes. Steve, Steve, Steve should. Like Thanks. the key, you can do it in two different ways. Like you want to get the small taco size tortilla and you need to get the extra large burrito size tortilla. The, the key with making a good crunch wrap, don't overstuff it. You are so excited and you want to put all the things in. And then you think, oh, just one more scoop of this. Mm -mm. No, no, my friends. And to get the crunchy part in the middle, I just use tortilla chips. I will crumble mm. up some tortilla. So you don't need to get a tostada shell. No, get some good, those, those ones that come in the paper bag that are made here in Massachusetts, Mia. Mia something, you know what I'm talking about? Mia something, yeah. Ni Nina something, I don't know. Nina. But they're so good. Okay. That's my jam. Okay. All right, I like that idea. Love so it. let's wrap that's it up, Mexican, kids. so I'm happy. I know, yeah. right? That, I mean, that's literally what I'm about to go do is have tacos and margaritas. Um, make bao buns. Oh, I'm gonna make bao buns. Okay, what are you guys excited about cooking right now in your kitchen? Bao buns. <laughs> yeah so steve's gonna make some amazon purchases or go to his local asian market i'll tell you yeah yeah i think we need to uh yeah we're definitely there'll be a lot more um asian cooking mm -hmm. this summer um i you think know, you we mentioned though the middle eastern stuff the, like lebanese we oh have not God. gone very we gone deep there. into middle eastern cooking and it's got product. like you know sherry's greek influence that every single thing starts with garlic and lemon a garlic lemon olive oil everything everything mm -hmm. i i can honestly say that week i want to say i bought at least 24 lemons it was an insane and i was like i need to invest in a lemon farm this is ridiculous but it's so good it is so good i went to the lebanese market on route one in norwood my god was it good mm. we should we should it. We should go down that road. Yeah, that would be a, and there's that would a, be a good really one. good. Um, I mean, listen to the Lebanese episode. I will. <laughs> Food Adventures podcast I will. with my friend Rosie. It was really, really good. She's amazing. Um, and she recommended a book called Palestine on a Plate. And it was, I cook from it at least once a week now. It is such a great cookbook. So highly recommend that. Okay, so what else are you guys? So you're going to, you're. what are you making this week? Anything? Well, we can't tell you what we're making because we're doing our mystery thing where we're not. Mystery oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's so exciting. Secret. Yeah, we'll mm -hmm. let you know afterwards. Okay, great. Um, all right, I have one more question. I'm going to ask you each. So you each have to answer this, okay? Okay. okay. If COVID wasn't a thing. Oh, yeah. I know. If money was no option, yeah. where would you go? 
And what would you eat? Steve, take as long as you want. Well, are, are we saying like, am I traveling the world or am I just like going to- Steve, this is, your, this is your dream. You can do whatever you want. Oh, okay. Uh, I would go to, where did we, that Italian steakhouse? Sophia, remember that? Yeah, that was good. That was really good the first mm -hmm. time. And then we went back and it was a little disappointing. So I would go back a third time for the first time experience. Okay. I don't know <laughs> what would works. you get? Okay. Steak. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, where are you going? Uh, well, let's see. Well, the first time I believe I told you I was going to Greece and I was yes. eating all the things. Yes. Um, this time, I think I might want to go. I think I want to go to Japan. <gasps> yeah. And eat the Japanese foods. Yeah. All <laughs> Steve, of them. Look at Steve's face. Look at Steve's face. He does not like, yeah, not a fan. There's a lot. Um, I mean, what don't you like about like udon and oh udon? There's so many yakitori. There's so many wonderful. You know, I Steve, I, okay. I I have Teach been trying own. to broaden my palate yeah. and, and and stuff, so I'm open to new stuff. Yeah, I just haven't gotten there yet. Okay, well we have that's time. okay. Yeah, yeah. Baby, okay. baby steps, yeah. baby, baby steps to the car. I'm like I was only in China at one point, but now. I'm in Thailand. Right. And you I'm might go Korea. to Korea. Yeah. I love Korea. Singapore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We went to uh -huh. India briefly. Yeah. Malaysia, yeah. maybe you, even. You liked that. You thought we you would. made wouldn't. a butter chicken. It was so good. Yeah. We should put that recipe up too. It was really good. Okay. Give me really the recipes. Yeah. All right, you kids. We'll send them around. Well, I love you both to pieces. You'll have to come back on. I, this was such a treat. And I need to, can I please get an invite to one of these cooking club? Yeah. Calls? Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, right. we'll do one. Maybe, maybe before the next time we come, we'll do one together. All okay, three of us. Good. I would, would love be... that. All right. Well, you know what might be yeah. good? You should pick the recipe. Yes. Because you know, then we'll we'll just cook along with you and and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's and then do it. This is just one reason for us to come back because this now is. I mean, one of a million. Yeah, yeah, you have to come back. We All right. To. All right. Love cool. you guys so much. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. I'll see fun. you later. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Sherry and Steve, thank you guys so much again. That was so much fun. Go to my website for all of the show notes and also how to connect with both Sherry and Steve. And I will also put Steve's podcast information there as well. So that's elizabethrfuller.com. You have questions for the podcast, please send them to let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. Tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram, let's go on a food adventure. And if you want to work with me for food and product photography, hit me up. Same email address. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. You guys, thank you so much for listening. This was such a blast. I'll see you again next week. As always, lead with kindness, make some yummy food, and just take care of one another. Bye.